Sippers, welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea and Emily. Emily, say what's up to the people. Hey, everybody, what's up? So it is a lot going on right now, and the jokes just keep writing themselves. So, <laughs> so if you guys do not know, what's going down is that basically there's a crazy video going viral of the Color Purple cast. So you have Fantasia, you have Danielle, you have Taraji, you have Oprah, and you got a few other people, and they are at the um, the American Critics Choice Awards, the American Critics Choice Awards, and basically they're there, and um, they are being served. It looks to me to be cold pizza, these mm-hmm. thin ass pizzas in a bag, in a bag, and um, they also had like these bootleg charcuterie boards. And so everybody is just cackling at this video. So we're going to go ahead and watch this video. And the funny thing is how I compared it to my event. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Take a watch this. We have a plate of very decorative homes. Um, the love and hip-hop um, reunions she posted a picture and she says they had pizza in a bag baja fresh and a lazy charcuterie and oh. what's crazy is you look right here and you can see the little cup of baja fresh nachos with a little thing of salsa and oh then, wow yeah the charcuterie has like just regular saltine crackers and rich crackers <laughs> sitting on top of lettuce i've seen that at kroger Yes. And then they got the nerve to put down Critics' Choice Awards as if this is even appealing. <laughs> so I cackled when I seen this. I was really shocked. And then I, Me thought, too. Back to, and then I thought back to my event and I'm like, I would never. And so Mm-mm. I ended up posting this video of just, you know, just a little bit of what we did that weekend. The yummy, yum, the yummy, yum, the yummy, yum. All right, so you guys just saw that video. Um, and Emily can attest to it because you know, I was about to say that food at the New Year's event was so fire. Oh my god, it was so good. Like, I the, the cornbread, the cornbread was hitting, but shout out to the caterers because they did the damn thing. Everything on my plate was fire, and I, I kept a couple of them little dessert things. Me and Charnetta was we had those in the fridge at the uh the hotel. They mm-hmm. everything was so good from like the sides to to the meats to the the desserts. Everything was fire. I went back for seconds on that cornbread. I don't know how they made that cornbread, but it was so good. It really was. And that's the thing. Like I would like I'm shocked that that is what they are feeding people. Oprah's ass is a whole billionaire. And y'all are sitting here giving her and the other ladies pizza in a bag. Like, yeah, insane. like I've hosted better events in my house. Like when I did the top right. bar. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It had options for people who um you, vegan vegan options. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I had and, shrimp tacos, beef tacos. They was fire too. But you know what's crazy? One is the fact that it's pizza. But at first, I'm like, is that pizza? Because I couldn't even really tell. I'm like, is this some fancy thing I've never heard of? Is it just? But I mean, no, it's just really shitty pizza. And you know, there there's this you know the saying about people, like you can't have bad pizza. Pizza's pizza. But that pizza looked disgusting. It looked like it was real thin, like a, a um, cracker for crust. I mean, it mm-hmm. was just like real. Cr- it wasn't. It didn't even look like good pizza. And then it's in a bag. 
that's what I didn't understand. The fact that you just put a slice of pizza in the bag and let's not get started on that. Pizzagate. Right. Really exactly. What it reminded me of, of, I'm like, what in the Pizzagate is going on here? Like Maybe who it was gives a reminder. pizzas? Right. You know, <laughs> like they all got just, tea on them. Right. But it just shows you though, that the industry is really struggling that they can't even provide them proper meals. Fantasia looks like she's starving. Taraji looks like she's about to break down crying again. Mm -hmm. And then Danielle's like, fuck it. Let me just go ahead and eat, honey. Yeah, I know. Shit. When you're hungry, you're hungry. I get it. I'm like that, too. Sometimes when I'm hungry, I'm not picky. Whatever. I'll take what I can get. But at the same time, once again, it just goes to show, like you always say, what glitters is not always gold because I was shocked. I've... I've been, you know, like I've stopped at a gas station before and got some of the, you know, was it like Hunt's Brothers pizza? Mm. Even that shit don't come in a bag. It comes in a, at least a little box, like kind of like what the the fruit and stuff was in. Mm -hmm. I was shocked when they pulled pizza out of a bag. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it looked really tacky. And my thing is when you're doing things for people that you appreciate and that you care about, you go all out. I just right. don't care. Like I even whenever I've done my events, I've always gone all out. Like I'm not gonna have people spend money, fly into town, get hotel rooms, and then the venue looks like shit. Or the venue's like some smoke filled basement and we're eating <laughs> box lunches. Like, no, it's about to be catered. There's gonna be treat tables, there's gonna be dessert, the food's gonna be on point. Like that is like the whole point of a party is definitely right. the food. Yeah, that's definitely a big point of it. I mean, the last event um, in uh, in May of last mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I cannot believe that's last year. Like, I I'm know. still kind of stuck in 2023. But um, the food there was fire. That fish was on point. And then the event prior to that one, the the dinner that we had, um, the food there was so good. Oh, the one remember. in Jonesboro? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Into the outside. Like, it, mm -hmm. even though it was summertime, like, it still felt good outside. The music was going. The drinks were flowing. The food was good. Like, I'm so surprised this is an award ceremony, and that's what they're they're giving them. And I'm surprised Oprah's just sitting. What, was she just not going to eat it? She's just sitting there doing a smiley face with her yeah, hands? What kind like, of code I'm is not, that? Yeah, she said, I'm not messing up my lipstick, girl. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't going to want to be photographed pizza. with the pizza because of Pizzagate. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. She knows they're about to go crazy on TikTok with her eating that cracker pizza. Exactly. That's why she's trying to act like, oh, no, I'm not hungry. Girl, boy. I you know. know. They the ain't fooling nobody. Yeah. No, it really isn't. It's just like, it doesn't make sense to me because <laughs> it's like, you know, these are people who have money. The industry is supposed to be rich and, you know, mm, glamorous here and everything's supposed to be elegant. And it's just like, this is not, this is not giving what y'all thought it was going to give. And you can tell, like, you the know, actresses, they feel a way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what would, what would, uh, Mona or not Mona, um, Nina Parker, mm -hmm. she's so funny for posting that. Like, for her to take a picture and actually post it, that that's hilarious. And for them to just put their little, you know, stamp on the box, like it's, you know, somewhat <laughs> more than what any regular person can. I'm thinking shrimp and lobster towers and like, you know, like real right. fancy stuff at an award ceremony. When they pulled that damn pizza out that bag, once again, I wasn't for sure what it was. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's pizza out of a bag. Yeah, it looked it's like a bag lunch. Yeah. Have it, you know, like at those free a lunch programs. Yeah, it's like, what in the hell? What in the bag lunch, the free lunch program is going on here? I you guess know. they're letting them know, look, the budgets are short and this is what y'all are getting and you'll either eat it or you don't. And Oprah said that she didn't want to mess her lipstick up. Yeah, it's a mess, that whole situation. And I just find it funny. It could have been a talk. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Go in a bag. It could have been a sandwich oh, in a bag. <laughs> but no, it was a pizza in a bag. Uh, it makes so, me wonder what's on that pizza. If they would have pulled a bologna sandwich out of that bag, I would have died. Yeah. So it just lets you know that, you know, again... Everything that glitters is not gold. And uh, these folks are definitely going through it. So 
Yeah, you know, everybody wants to go to these Hollywood events, honey. Y'all might want to get on these tea sipper events because we be eating I know well, that's right. kicking Very it, well. and having a good old funky time. You seen the comments on um that post. There was a bunch of tea sippers like, oh, yeah, the food in ATL was hitting. The food in Minneapolis was hitting. I don't know what they're eating in this video. Yeah, that that's crazy. <laughs> and I couldn't even tell what kind of pizza it was. But no, I'm t I had, uh, what was it? It was, gosh, this seems like just the other day. I went back for seconds when I'm telling you the cornbread was so good. Like, I don't know how they made it, but I'm going to figure it out one day. And I don't, I don't cook, but I'll figure out <laughs> someone else to make it for me because it was just so fire. And then there was a girl there who was like a, a trainer. And even she was like, I'm trying to watch what I eat. But we was running back to that buffet because it was so good. <laughs> it <laughs> we really to fight was. over that mac and cheese, too. It was so good. You're trying to hurry up and get back before it's all gone. But there was plenty to go around. Yeah. Yeah. We made sure there was enough. But yeah, it was definitely really, really good. And I'm glad everybody enjoyed themselves. It looks like we had a, a good old funky time compared to what they were having at the, you know, choice of the critics. Choice I'm, appalled. I'm appalled. Like, I, I've just I've never seen pizza in a bag like that. Is that something that like is common and in, in, like uh, in certain places? Because no. usually it comes it. in a box. Yeah, I've never seen it. I think maybe they just did it in a bag for convenience, you know, to be able to pass it around. <laughs> I mean, it was just weird. The whole Imagine if they had like a box of pizza and was just like, you know, pulling out the <laughs> spatula and slapping it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> like in the like the old school lunch ladies. Yeah. Here goes your <laughs> slice next. Right. Hell, they might as well have. <laughs> that was a mess. So now speaking of the color purple ladies. If you don't know, once again, Taraji's out here complaining. And she's basically now saying that she wants everybody to stop focusing on the negativity. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and show you this here. She wants everyone to start focusing on the movie itself. So this is what's being reported. Taraji P. Henson is ready for the narrative surrounding the color purple to change. Recently, her comments about her experience pay disparities in Hollywood <laughs> and the revelation that she nearly turned down the Broadway musical adaptation because she felt lowballed went viral. Now Henson is asking that attention return to the film that was released last Christmas. I hope they can focus back on this film because right now to me, it feels like what I said is now becoming louder than this beautiful film. Henson tells today while promoting her always discreet brand partnerships and that's not fair to me. Anybody in film, because this film deals with women who are oppressed, who live in an oppressed system, men and women, and not the characters in the film except for the white people. So the movie is about healing, and that movie is about sisterhood. So a lot of people are literally dragging her currently on social media. Like, how dare you now tell people that they need to focus on the film when you literally went on a hobo tour Telling everybody who would listen all of your grievances. Yeah, what does she think was going to happen? It sounds like someone got in her ass and was yeah. like, you better come out here and say something. But I mean, I, well, what did she think was going to happen when she, you know, which I mean, she has every right to, you know, speak her her truth in regards to the issues with her pay and stuff like that. Like, that's fine and well, but it just seems very contradictory, that a word, <laughs> um, to, to come out now and be like, no, 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 never mind. Y'all don't y'all don't focus on that. Focus on the movie when the whole press tour was her talking about how she wasn't paid enough. And it was very emotional, too. I mean, she was breaking down crying and all that, which mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do like Taraji, like Hustle and Flow. I know that's not like her most like reputable <laughs> film, but Hustle and Flow is one of my favorite Memphis. movies. <laughs> from Memphis, talking about some damn Hustle and Flow. I know it's one of my favorite movies and I loved her as Shug. I know that's not one of her award winning movies, but I still love it. <laughs> But nonetheless, you know, um, I just don't know what did she expect to happen. And now that she's coming out telling people like pretty much never mind. It's yeah. like, do you, do you want them to support you or no? Because, you know, the Internet's going to Internet. Exactly. And once the you know, the toothpaste is out of the tube, honey, you can't put it back in. And the right. problem is not so much her speaking about the pay disparities, because that's a real thing that's happening in Hollywood and especially to women of color, you know, but there's a time and place for everything. And mm -hmm. if you're there to promote a movie, it should have been about the movie. It was too many instances where she kept making it about her. 
Everything right. was about her pay. Then there was another instance where she was crying and they were saying, I'm, I'm not pretty enough and I'm not cute enough. And then she was ranting about how her managers dropped the ball, um, you know, during her stint on Empire. They didn't get her brand deals. That had nothing to do with the color purple. So now she wants everybody to run back and go watch it. But that kind of turned a lot of people off. And Oprah got really attacked for this because, you know, they looked at it like she's a executive producer why is she not making sure that these women are safe and paid well and then remember she was also complaining about the car saying that you know they didn't have you know security to drive them to set so she did a lot of complaining and oh, i yeah she put them all on blast we yeah. know all the color purple tea because of taraji right i thought um... if people are not watching the movie and they're focusing on everything but the movie well, sorry, Taraji, we love you. You know what I'm saying? You my girl, Yvette. You know, make sure with my movie. Um, right. But, oh, yeah. 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 But she dropped the ball on this, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know what she expected to happen when the entire press run, you know, she was talking about the, the issues with pay, but she you know, does strike up a bigger conversation, which leads away from the movie and, you know, how different people, you know, how black women are treated differently in the industry. Um that was definitely the conversation that that started from, you know, which has been a conversation for a while, but she definitely brought this about and, you know, like they were bringing up Monique and all different like it did definitely take away from the movie. Um, but I will also say, with all that being said, I think right now, because a lot of people were going hard for her and mm -hmm. like having her back, because I think a lot of people can relate to it right now. We're in a, a time where people you know, like are going to work and they go to work and they don't know if they're going to still have their job. They're laying people off left and right. You and I have talked about this before. People I know, my husband, all kind of people are going to work and they're like, dang, they just like three, four people off at work today. So mm -hmm. people in real life are really going through it right now. So sometimes they either are one going to relate to what she's saying because they feel it or they're going to feel away because it's like, all right, I get your, you're still making millions of dollars. I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. So sometimes yeah. people don't want to hear celebrities complain about it. So when they do and then they ride for you and then you're like, ah, never mind. People going to feel away. Exactly. I get it. Now, there is some blind item tea that came in. Now, Kenya sent me this, honey. Okay. So um, this is, you know, again, allegedly just a little blind item that was on the Internet. I love and me so, a blind item. I know, right? <laughs> so this is what the blind item is saying. I'm reading it from my phone. Um, they're saying that there was an emergency conference call with all producers and the Warner Brothers executives last week to discuss the lackluster ticket sales of the $100 million film, The Color Purple. No cast members were on the call, but Taraji's name was brought up many times. Fantasia and Danielle's names were never mentioned. They fulfilled their duties for promotion and played the game the way they were supposed to play it. Both have negative both have made negative comments in regards to the film, but executives blame Taraji Henson for derailing the promotional efforts of the film and using it as a selfish opportunity to change her personal narrative as an aging, underpaid actress. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn, why they got to do Taraji like that? <laughs> I love a good blind item, honey. Me Let too. Me Damn. So now they're saying executives feel that Oprah should have taken Taraji to the side when she noticed she was taking the promotional efforts in a negative space. Oprah was angry and defended herself saying she's not in control of what the talent, she's not in control of what the talent, she never mentioned Taraji's name, I'm told, says or does while on the promotional trail, nor did she feel it was her responsibility. That is when shit hit the fan. Now, mind you, director Blitz Bazawule, was not invited to the call or discussed he was the hired help to fulfill his duties. In fact, he was praised during the conference call for his work by executives who were happy with the production as a whole. Oprah and her business partner and attorneys were on the call. After about 15 minutes of the blame being put on Oprah, Oprah trying to defend Taraji, but still not speaking her name, Oprah conceded that she would have taken the promotional efforts by the rails and had a meeting with the talent to discuss keeping the promotion fun and light, considering how heavy the film truly is. 
How, however, this isn't Oprah's first time at the rodeo, and she was not about to let the Warner Brother executives place all the blame on lackluster performances of the color purple slowly on her. Executives feel that Fantasia gave a fine performance, but they wanted Tony Award-winning Cynthia Iverio from the start to play Celie and Journey Smollett, who showcased her singing in Birds of Prey, to star as Suge and Oprah and wouldn't let Oprah forget it on this call. Oprah was further chastised for not securing A-list talent in a movie who could have bought in bigger box office numbers. Marshala Ali and Jamie Foxx were favorites to star as Mr. by the executives prior to Jamie's health incident, of course. They also wanted a bigger role for Mr. and his redemption storyline to be more fleshed out to make the role more attractive to big name actors. Taraji's name was up and down this phone call, I am told. Not only do the film executives feel like she was personally set out to destroy the promotion of this film, they felt her tone change when she was not nominated for a Golden Globe like her fellow co-stars Fantasia Barino-Taylor and Danielle Brooks. And that is when the negative press and complaining began, according to executives. They feel like Oprah should have talked to Taraji and turned things around before the media made it a huge deal. Oprah tried to defend Taraji and say that social media took clips of the interview and then put them together to create their own narrative. Executives feel like Taraji totally derailed the promotional efforts of the film and that the ladies in general went way too deep and way too heavy while promoting a film in which a joyful noise was to be celebrated. The film was filled with uplifting music. It was a tale of triumph and forgiveness, and that is what they feel should have been the focus. Taraji used the platform in the wrong way, according to executives, and all of this, including the proposed drama with her and Oprah, created a negative space for filmgoers who did not, who did not turn up for the film in the way in which Oprah had hoped. Taraji has been officially blackballed. She oh. went about this the wrong way. Yes, her issues are valid, but this was not the time nor place to express them. She needed this film to be a hit and she could have been out there singing its praises. Mm. You know, that that was a lot. And that definitely, to me, in my mind, as I'm listening to it. So today's show sponsor is Factor. Everyone's used to doing the New Year's resolution and saying New Year, New Me. But how about instead of saying New Year, New Me, you say New Year, New Meal with Factors Ready to Eat Meal Delivery Service. Now, this takes the complete stress out of meal planning. Forget about frantic lunch preps, rush dinners. Factors two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up with restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your front door. I personally love Factor because the times I don't have time to cook and prep food, literally the meals are there, they're pre-made. All you have to do is put it in your microwave for two minutes, okay? They taste delicious. They come with sauces and things to spruce and spice them up. I really enjoy the Factor meals, and I think the best part are definitely the smoothies and the juices. They are all natural. They just taste really good. You're not going to find these juices or smoothies anywhere. So if you are interested in trying Factor in the new year, make sure you guys head to factormeals.com slash sipslow50. Once again, use code sipslow50 to get 50% off of your order. So make sure you check them out as soon as possible. It strikes up like a conversation or like a debate in my head where I'm thinking, Okay, she she's having issues with pay and she wants to speak up about that. And that's her truth. But like you said, there's a time and a place. So was it smart for her to use that as a platform to do that? Or because a lot of people are going to hear that and be like, okay, why ain't watching this movie? They ain't paying the people. I'm not going to support it. Isn't that kind of like a, a double edged sword? Because now that they're not supporting the movie, you're, you're not making any money off of it. Well, I guess it doesn't. They get paid before they make the movie. I don't know. Th yeah, that's they the get said pay that they agree, agree upon before the movie's ever shot. All of that is done in the foreground, unless you agree to some back-end money, which yeah. maybe okay. some of them did um, agree to back-end money. I'm not sure. But the point is, if they're not able to get butts in the seats and sell tickets, especially due to Taraji, 
it messes up opportunities for her for other things because exactly. and everybody else a, too yeah and, if, and everybody else you're right because had this been a box office smash oh trust me people would have been running to have her you know be involved in this maybe gave her some type of makeup line hairline you know fantasia could have gotten all types of big brand deals you know mm -hmm. they could be in, in car commercials and things like that so i think um the reason what now it makes sense as to why she's coming out and saying that it's time to focus back on the, the color purple, because from what this blind item is saying, I'm sure the executives have pulled her to the side. And I'm sure she's probably heard that she may be blackballed because of this, because she definitely made this about Taraji. She did not make this about the movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when she came out. I was like, oh, someone got in her ass. And mm -hmm. so now, but whenever she was talking about it, I've, I kind of had a feeling she was going to get blackballed anyways, just because a lot of people don't play that. I mean, we saw what happened to Monique when she came out and talked about, you know, not being paired, uh, not being paid properly or fairly. So I figured that was coming down the pipeline. But yeah, it, it seems like it would have been in her best interest and everybody's best interest for the movie to be a success. So I could definitely understand how it would it kind of hurt her in the long run because it did draw attention away from the movie. And a lot of people, I mean, the way I was thinking was, okay, they're not paying the people who are working in the movie. Like, why would I watch that? I love the original one. What do I need to see this one for then? Exactly. Exactly. And that's the yeah, problem. Shug. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm a huge Taraji P. Henson fan, but I just think, you know, you got to remember there's a time and place and it'd be no different you know, then if you stood up at your job and you're complaining on TikTok about how you're not getting paid enough, your job doesn't appreciate you. You can't sit around and badmouth your job and then go to work one day and think everything's going to be all good. Yeah, they ain't going to be looking at me sideways like, bitch, you had a lot to say on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Remember all them crazy Uber Eats drivers? Who oh like, my you God. Know, oh, no, if you don't nice sit, hell, no trip. bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And talking all this shit to customers and complaining about tips and stuff like that. And then when they went to sign in, they found themselves literally booted out of the app. As like, they oh, should there's be. There's no more Uber Eats for you because you're yeah, on TikTok no. acting a fool and disparaging our company. So yeah. people go through this all the time. I'm not shocked that this may have befallen Taraji, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I, I, them, the Uber Eats was crazy when that one lady didn't tip him, I guess a thousand dollars. I don't know how much he was expecting. And, and I am, you know, I'm about tipping. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, like what, what, okay. The coffee's $5. So what, she's supposed to tip you $20? Not to mention, you don't know she lives there. She could be staying there with her homegirl. You don't fucking know. Right. That shit yeah, was, was wild. Extra. <laughs> if he, if he could have, like I told you, he would have kicked the shit out that dog. Yes, if he, he knew he could have. get away with it, oh, he would have kicked that dog dead in the damn face. He was so he mad. He would have been after that tip. ass. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's insane. And and actually that $5 tip was more than what he deserved because from what she ordered, her tip really only should have came up to about $2. Yeah, you you, you know, when, especially because I DoorDash a lot at where I work. So, I, you know, it, it's like your coffee's only so much. And usually when you DoorDash, in my experience, hell, I'm pretty much paying double for the coffee. Don't yeah. even get me started on the time that I accidentally hit decaf and I was like, oh my God, but it was already there, whatever. But anyways, <laughs> you know, like sometimes with, with the tips, like you're, you're paying so much for the food. I think the, an average tip is what? 30%, 30% is nice. 30% is generous. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what, what some of these people are expecting. Just the entitlement is crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out, but unfortunately for Taraji, Sis, people going to run with that clip and going to be making videos and responses to that clips, to those clips of you complaining all through 2024. Yeah, it it's definitely it going to be a conversation. Yeah, social media is going to social media. <laughs> <laughs> internet shall internet. Exactly. So now let's go ahead and segue to all of this mess that's going on with Ariana Grande. Now, I have been saying for months now that Ariana Grande is a hoe. I've said that and I've made, I make no apologies about that. Um, I said that in my live stream, cute girl, beautiful voice, but she's a hoe. Okay. Mm -hmm. And people make excuses for her because she's small and petite and childlike, but she gets off on, you know, being the other woman, breaking up relationships, going from man to man. Um, you know, so 
a lot of people have excused her behavior. And then it came out recently that she basically left her husband um, earlier this year. And then she got with, um, well, she, her husband was Dalton Gomez. So she broke up with him. And now she's dating Ethan Slaughter, who is the guy from like the SpongeBob musical on Broadway, whatever. And so a lot of people um, are calling her out because the wife, they're not even divorced yet. But Ethan's wife, or soon-to-be ex-wife, is basically blasting Ariana Grande and was like, she was a friend of the family, met their newborn baby because he just had a baby a year ago, held the baby and everything, mm -hmm. and now you're with her husband. They had been together, her and her husband, since high school. So the once this came out, fans were calling her out, calling her out, calling her a homewrecker, dragging her. And so then she decided to drop a new song, and the song is called Yes And... And the song, she's being very nasty, um, mm -hmm. basically saying, uh, mind your business. Don't worry about whose dick I ride. Girl, who are you talking to? She's talking real spicy. You're talking hella spicy, sis. Mm -hmm. Bitch, we're going to be worried about whose dick you're riding when that dick belongs to somebody's husband because he's with not the, divorced. With the newborn child. Yes. You so nasty bitch. Huh. Yeah, we're going to be low down. That's dirty. It that is really low is. down, dirty, rotten shit to Hold smile on. in a bitch's face while you're holding their baby. Oh, girl, he's so cute. Meanwhile, you're fucking her husband. Now, I do hold the, the man accountable, too. Oh, of course. We all do. But at the same time, that that's low down. Like, how could you do that? How could you sit there and hold someone's baby, smile in their face, be a family friend? I mean, you got to watch the people around you. But um, yeah, no, it's and then she was it wasn't just too long ago where I remember she had come on the Internet or um, on, on the Internet. I sound so old. <laughs> she came on Instagram and was was really upset because a lot of people were concerned about the way that she looked and said that she was looking unhealthy. And she, you know, definitely to me, she didn't. I, I don't know if this is wrong or right to say, but I, I, I understand the concern as to she didn't look very healthy and she was talking about how she was so happy and she hadn't been this happy and this long of a time. And as I've watched her over the years, which I mean, I don't, she's got some cute little songs, whatever, but I've noticed she seems to have an identity crisis and she gives very low self-esteem. It seems like she's always like cosplaying a different person. As far as the way she looks, she just got dragged not too long ago for, um, I think it was last year like changing doing like having eye surgery to to look more asian so yeah. i think that she definitely you know there, there's definitely a deep rooted <clears throat> excuse me issue with self-esteem issues depression stuff like that i know she's talked about that but that still does not excuse for you to go and fuck up on your your family friend's husband like that's just dirty well let's not forget she did the same thing to naya rivera and, and big sean Remember, Ooh, they were together. Right. Yes. And a lot of people didn't believe Naya Rivera at the time because Ariana Grande was the biggest star and mm. she's petite and little and she would never do that. Meanwhile, she's yeah. damn near the same age as me. Ain't she like 35? Who, Ariana? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how this little girl is, child. I, I, I know. She's Let me damn home wrecking heifer. You know, she sure I mean? is. And, oh, and, and, I do, and I don't like and I don't like the the the, the Karen victimization. All yeah, of a sudden, like you either. guys are picking on me and mind y'all's business. And so what? No, sorry. This is your celebrity. It's the world's business. She's and 30. Yeah, you're you're grown. And being that you have no shame, the internet has no shame about dragging your ass. Yeah, didn't I remember how she did Pete Davidson? Because mm -hmm. she went, I remember he did that bit and people were coming at him crazy. Because And he didn't even really say anything too sideways. It was funny. He was like, imagine if I spray painted myself brown and did an interview and all this shit. It was, it was a funny bit, but he did make a good point that she said that she didn't even know him and he was just a distraction. Meanwhile, he proposed to her and I think he had to check into like some type of mental hospital after the fact, mm -hmm. um, whenever they broke up, cause he was like really in love with her. And then, you know, she ended up dumping him or whatever. And anyways, you know, he made a little joke about that. She did that on the Vogue cover, pretty much shitting on him and then went on the internet why do I keep saying the internet? Then went on Twitter and dragged him talking about he wants to be so relevant and this, that, and the third. Like, she's not as the, the sweet little, you know, girl that she tries to pretend to be. 
Yeah, people are always giving her a pass. And like I said, it's because she looks so young. People still look at her from that character, Sam and Cat. Think she mm -hmm. played, you know, Sam or no, think she played Cat, whatever she played on Sam and Cat. You know, I remember my she looks so different too. Younger. She's had so much surgery done. Yeah, I think people just always give her that. And to me, like, you're not a victim. The wife, Lily J, is the victim. Um, you can cry me a damn river. I don't care. And her saying, and you're projecting your bullshit onto the public. It's not and. Um, what you did was wrong. And what he did was wrong. Okay. He's just as foul as she is. But I get tired of females like that being able to skate away. Because again, if this was some voluptuous, you know, va-va-boom, blonde hair, blue eyes, big titties, big ass. Mm -hmm. Oh, big they would, she'd be all types of whores. And you know what I mean? Like they would really right. be dragging them. Look at her body. She's such a slut. But Ariana gets away with a lot of shit because she's really small and petite. And people still, you know, look at her as like this kid when she's, she's a grown woman. She's got that soft voice. She yeah. talks like this. Yeah. That fake yeah. Disney princess BS. And, and there's a lot of these little Disney girls I don't fall for them sweet voices. I look at their character and a lot of them are very, very flawed. Yeah, they said she'd been fucking the weekend for a while, too. Not the week. <laughs> that's what they said, that she'd been fucking him for God knows how long. And I think still is. I don't know if that's true or not. It was a blind item. <laughs> no, I saw that somewhere. <laughs> you know, we love our blind items, honey. Yes, yes. But yeah, apparently she, she'd been fucking on the weekend for a while. Um, and, you know, she like I said, she does have a pretty voice, but. Um, I think that definitely, once again, it goes into a deeper conversation on how a lot of times people judge people's personalities, their characteristics, their character, um, how they are, who they could be off of the looks. And a lot of times what society deems as, you know, bad, it, 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 that's not always the case. Like you said, had it been a very voluptuous, you know, a big titty, big booty, BBL, all kind of shit like that, she would have, it would have been totally different energy. People look at someone, whether they're attractive or not, but sometimes just looking at someone that's attractive and you think that that means that they're good. They can't do stuff that's bad. And then something um, happens that by <clears throat> someone who maybe society doesn't deem as attractive and it, people will just go after them like crazy. So that definitely just goes more into what you see on the surface is not always what it is. Yeah, no, that is very true. Well, now she's beefing with Candace Owens because you know Candace Owens. Candace drug her for the filth. Oh, I'm here for Candace it. always got something to say. So <laughs> go ahead and listen to what Candace Owens has to say about Ariana Grande and her hoish ways. And I'm honestly here for it. For a following whole culture, I've been fascinated by hosts. I, I the whole apocalypse that we are facing. It's amazing to follow these women and the way that they think. And chief among them right now is Ariana Grande. We covered what she's been up to. She has been proud of being a homewrecker really throughout her entire career. You got a boyfriend, you got a husband, Ariana Grande is gonna go after them and then ha ha, don't care you when everything happens and the dust settles. She does not care about ruining your relationship. Nothing more disgusting than what she did recently. Uh, you know, she was working on Wicked. I think it's either a movie or a play that's coming out and she's playing Glinda the Good Witch. And she had this really unfortunate looking guy that was playing <laughs> a part. I don't even know what it was as a munchkin who cares, right? But he was married and he was married to his high school sweetheart. Her name is Lily J. And they had just had their first child after being very much in favor of following whole culture, fighting together for almost a decade. But that, of course, didn't stop Ariana Grande. Why didn't it stop Ariana Grande? Because that actually excites her. I actually think that she suffers from some random hoe disorder where she actually likes it when a man is taken. She's like, mm, I like that. I want to just, mm, I need that. Like she's just turned on by it in a weird way. She didn't care that he was ugly, nothing. She just said, I want to break up this family. And Lily J actually, or via her friends, announced that Ariana Grande actually held their baby. So I want you to think about the level of hoe you need to be at to hold somebody's brand new baby that came out and like, oh my God, he's so cute. And now I'm going to take the father. She did that. She actually did that. All right. So we just heard what Candace Owens had to say about the situation. She did not mince her words. No, I didn't. I heard no lie. Mm. That 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 was she said a very unfortunate looking man. <laughs> right.
Yeah, but no, she said it like it was. And, you know, that really is like a thing. There are a lot of women out there that um, whenever they see that a man is taken, they find them more attractive because one, it just depends on who they're with, but they also, it boosts them. It gives them more self-esteem because they're like, oh, he's willing to risk it all for me. He's willing to leave his high school sweetheart, his wife, his family. He's willing to throw all that away because he's so obsessed with me. And that's a real thing out there. A lot of people suffer from that. And Ariana Grande, you know, beautiful woman, even though she tries to act like she's a, you know, a young girl, she's a beautiful woman, lots of money, talented, famous, a star. Even with all that, she still is not fulfilled enough to where she has enough self-esteem to find enough self-worth to not be a home-wrecking whore. <laughs> home-wrecking whore? Yeah, fucking home. You whore been married 19 times? <laughs> 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 that never gets old shout out to Teresa no. Judice honey flipping tables and shit that never gets old never <laughs> oh my god who gets mad about somebody's engagement she was hot she hit a button with her See, she wouldn't have tried Teresa like that because Teresa would have whooped her ass. Ariana knows who to play with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Teresa, if she would have came for Juicy Joe, Teresa Judice would have whooped that ass, honey. Yes, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have been playing them games with Ari like, um, you know, his poor wife. So, okay, he's officially left his, his wife, uh, high school sweetheart, and the mother of his child for Ariana yeah. Grande. Yeah. Yep, they've been together Damn. now for a few months. Remember when she broke with her husband, Dalton Gomez, in July? For him? Yeah, that's who she broke up with. That's who she was creeping with the whole time. Damn, yep. really? So they, came, they came out public with their relationship. And they bothered, well, hold on. He's still married. And then the wife came out and was talking about it, too. So, you know, once the wife came out talking about it, then she came out with that stupid song. Somebody wrote on Twitter, they said, nobody cares whose dick you suck, but you don't, <laughs> but, but don't forget what you did. You ruined the life of this child and woman. You could have sucked anyone's dick, but you chose to destroy a family. You're truly a disgusting woman. So they're letting her have it on, on yeah, I, as they, social media. They're, I mean, they have a point. Yeah. And, you know? and I'm with, I'm with Candace when she's like, look, you know, we're not even going to address this guy. Like, it, it's established. Like, yes, he he fucking sucks. He's a piece of shit. But that doesn't take away any personal responsibility from Ariana Grande. Because I know that's what people always be saying. Oh, you be going in. Y'all be going in harder on the woman than the man. Yes, he ill to he should be, you know, loyal to his family and all that. But at the same time. Ariana's just as fucking trash, too. And she's she's the more famous one. So, of course, people are going to hold her accountable. Mm-hmm. And as she should, like, you know, it's like you said, it's to be what needs to be said doesn't really need to be said. Like we all know he's trash, but it's the mm -hmm. fact that this girl has gotten away with this time and time again, you know? And I think now it's like, okay, this shit is hitting the fan because when I Rivera said this years ago, everybody's like, Oh, you're just jealous. Big Sean just doesn't want you anymore. And she's done this time and time again. And I think now this is like the final straw. It's like, how much more proof do y'all need that this girl obviously has issues? She's obviously not really happy, you know, going from man to man and, you know, wrecking homes and taking other people's men. And again, like people say, well, if he's really a man, can he be taken? He shouldn't be. But think about it. If you're the average girl, you know, granted, he's a Broadway star. I've never seen this guy. Or really I have no idea who he is either. Nonsense. Very plain looking man. But, um, unfortunate, unfortunate yeah. looking man. <laughs> I don't care who you are as a woman. Um, if Ariana Grande, who's one of the biggest stars in the world, comes after your guy, is your man strong enough to be like, oh no, oh no, no. Yeah, that's, me and that's my a good wife. question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, men can be, you know, just like women. You know, a lot of people are in certain relationships until something better comes along. Sorry, just yeah. keeping it real. Yeah. What What do you say all the time? They're they're only as faithful as their options. Is their options? Yes. And Ariana well, Grande, she got money, she got mm -hmm. fame, she can boost his career to a whole right. different level. She's got a very big platform, a very big following. People mm -hmm. worship her. So, um, even from outside of just like 
lust. He could be looking at it, you know, obviously he's looking at it from a selfish aspect anyways, but Mm -hmm. you know, oh, this can boost my career. I can really get on now. Yeah. Because nobody knew who he was till now. I mean, some people might, I had no idea who he was. Yeah. I've never seen this redhead man a day in my life. (laughs) This unfortunate looking man. (laughs) Candace is shady for that. <laughs> she is. Them and their nonsense, but you know, God don't bless no mess. So, uh, right. You know, it probably, how you lose them. Yeah, it probably won't last long. No, no. She'll be on to the next dick in a year. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a song of ours, too? On to the next dick? Something like <laughs> Wait, what? I swear she, no, it was thank you next. Oh, oh my God. Missed that one. <laughs> That'll right, be her right, next right, song right, now. Right, yeah. <laughs> On to you the better credit UT. Yeah, that's going to be the next smash hit. But yeah, no, that, I mean, she did have a song, Thank You Next. No pun intended. I'm so thankful for my ex. Don't get me to singing, but. Yeah, you know, I've heard I'm that saying. song. I'm okay. like, I've heard of <laughs> to the next dick. It's like, where do I download that from? The remix. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely T remix. That's right. <laughs> She better give you your credit. <laughs> For real, I want my check, Ariana. Period. <laughs> I said, but you know, at your New Year's event, I have my little ponytail in. I'm talking all this shit about Ariana. Couldn't nobody tell me I wasn't Ariana Grande when I had my little ponytail in. <laughs> I swear to that little ponytail check. Yeah, I sure was. While well, I'm calling her a home wrecking whore. I definitely drew inspiration from her um her style. <laughs> you know, I tell you shit about that ponytail. It was cute. Couldn't nobody. It was not long nobody. too. I said Emily done went from short hair to a to a 26-inch ponytail. I know that's Period. right. Yeah, Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I was giving Ari vibes. But yeah, she's trash. <laughs> Such a mess, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on from Ariana Grande and her home wrecking ways. Um, That's right. We got to hit it. We got to talk about this whole shit with Stunner Girl. She's a mess. <laughs> she's, had, she's been making me cackle. She is a fucking mess. <laughs> I she love her impressions. Spilling all the tea. Oh, now, um, Lemon Pepper Stepper, a.k.a. Lemmy. Who came up with that? Somebody caught him that on uh on the shade room and I fell the hell out. <laughs> Lemon pepper stepper. Okay. He That's needs to watch his step. No he pun does. intended, because he's he's on a really slippery slope. You know, you're out here fucking not one but multiple talent. You know, you're married, and it's not a good look because now it's starting to give me prostitution ring vibes. Yeah. You know. So we're gonna watch a few um videos from Stunner Girl um that she um where she's talking about the situation a little bit longer with Lemmy and Natalie and all that stuff. So we're gonna go ahead and check these out really quick. Cause she's like literally taking over TikTok at this point. What the fuck is they doing? Like, you know, and then dude, then he start when he started chiming in, then I caught on because he was like, Yeah, Scotty, you over there mad? Oh, you're mad. And then I looked at her and I was like, it ain't a reason for you to be mad. I was like, girl, I got my own nigga. And I'm like, this your nigga? And then he was like, this is one of my bitches. And I was like, okay. And I looked at her and I'm like, so you, what bitch is you? And then Natalie started laughing. She's like, she's like number four, number three. So then I looked at her and then I was like, oh, well, then you shouldn't be letting this nigga pump you up. Because I'm like, um, you know, the rule number one is you never supposed to uh, get in your feelings with a trick. And I said that right at the table to all of them, in front of all of them, gagged them. Bitch, are you right? And as soon as we got up in there, this bitch really tried to sit up in the back with me like she wasn't going to do shit. That man must have came over there and get that motherfucking mic like motherfucking Ike. And the bitch was Tina. Get the fuck up, bitch. Damn the fuck up right now, bitch. You don't have a motherfucking choice. And I'm just sitting next to her like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Steve Urkel, baby, you would have been punched in that lit. Boy, she was like, no, he was like, get up, bitch. I'm about to play. I'm talking about, I'm talking about nose to nose with the chin to chin. Bitch, chin bigger than him. But they was chin to chin, literally like, get the fuck up, bitch. You're going to get up and you're going to, what the fuck are you going to play with me right now? You know, you're like, little man syndrome. So he's like, he's like, why are you going to fucking play with me right now? Boy's getting all deep, but the voice ain't even like that. Told the bitch, get the fuck up. These are the words verbatim. Get the fuck up, bitch. I don't know who the fuck you think you're playing with. 
bitch. You got a motherfucking show to run, bitch. Make me my motherfucking money, bitch. Go grab the motherfucking mic, bitch. And get up there and perform, bitch. You're not even a motherfucking rapper. You know what that bitch did? Got her bitch ass up. And I ain't even gonna lie, respected blood gangsta after that. I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm you see, that's why I could bring the thugs out with blood, because he gonna put them hoes in motherfucking shape. Like, especially on my motherfucking birthday, bruh. Bitch, sit down. Bitch, get out the section. I remember one of them bitches stepped on my nail, bruh. He must have fried that bitch. Bitch, your motherfucking doing too much. <laughs> but you know what? If you wear something. But, um... Bitch, don't act like the nigga ain't over there treating you bitches like the motherfucking gum on the ground. And then it would be so funny, too, how everybody trying to come out like, they treat us so good. We're in fucking black cars. We have this. We have that. Like, you bitches, checks. You bitches for y'all first seasons with getting paid eight, K, 13. I know shit ain't changed, bitch. I know shit didn't just change within a motherfucking month. Like, stop playing on this motherfucking app, bitch. I told y'all I was the highest paid. I posted my contract. I got my bag. I was there for a day. Everybody came off the show, said I, I mean, not, I mean, the, the fan of that show. Sterner girl's lying. She didn't get, now bitches is coming out. Post your contract, bitch. You could bleep out all the shit. Post for the money. How much money you're getting. Because anything you bitches is getting is for free. They're not paying for BBLs, teeth. They're not paying for that shit. So it's not coming out the check. They're not paying those girls good. For all the fighting, for all the fighting and drama, and just the, the treatment, how they getting talked to, no. 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 No, bitch. So it's like, I don't know. She spilled a lot of tea. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't believe she called him Steve Urkel. That's fucking hilarious. But, you know, it's funny because Natalie, I, know, I always thought it was crazy how Natalie would say Scotty was her best friend. Those are BFFs. But Natalie stays cussing her out, putting her hands on her, doing her all kind of crazy. Scotty don't do shit. She can't fight. She ain't about that life. I always wonder, what the fuck is Scotty doing? And I swear I don't watch the show, but I'd be seeing clips and stuff. But, um... It's like, that's your friend. Like, that's supposed to be your best friend in real life, and you're treating her that way. I mean, like, that that's so dirty and foul. But now it's like she's projecting. That's how Lemmy was talking to her. And so now she's taking, she's misdirecting all her anger onto mm. Scotty because he probably favors Scotty over Natalie. And not, shit, ain't Natalie married? Yeah, she got a husband. It's giving um, escort vibes right now with all these girls. Like, is he just pimping them out or is he just fucking all of them? Probably a little bit of both, you know, who knows, especially being that they're swapping STDs and all this crazy stuff, you know, and that's the thing when you're in that line of work, you want to really maintain professionalism, you know, because look at all the nonsense that's already gone on in Hollywood with the Me Too movement. So why would you even put yourself in that position with a lot of these one crazy girls are looking for attention, looking to go viral? And like I said on my live stream yesterday, you can tell some of these girls have a clear mental illness. Yeah, They're not all the elevator doesn't go to the to the rooftop. No, <laughs> nobody's gonna the, the way that they act on these. Show, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy the way that they'll be fighting. And I, I mean, it's they're always in sprinter vans fighting. That's that's the whole show. Mm -hmm. But he done got boosted. And um, apparently, I think the reunion's about to come up. So I doubt that'll even be addressed. But it's supposed to be Natalie and um his wife and i think nini hosting the reunion so i'm curious if that will be addressed i'm assuming probably not but i guess we'll see who makes the cut for next season and we'll know how much i mean it's i obviously the receipts have been posted he's definitely fucking scotty that's been proven no he didn't give chlamydia to me i take pills to make sure i don't get chlamydia i don't even know how that's possible but condoms work too because <laughs> I was right. thinking, I mean, I'm not anywhere near a doctor, but I was just curious. So cl chlamydia is a bacterial infection. How the I didn't know there was prep for chlamydia. Yeah, I, I don't know. 
but she's again, as hell. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> the whole situation is is just crazy, and and you'd be surprised at how many of these guys do not like wearing condoms. You know, they'll be smashing three different girls in the same night and do not want to wear condoms, and then that's how all that you know bacterial BV gets spread. And then he's bringing that home to his wife. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're going in one woman and then going in the next. And it doesn't matter how much you bathe and shower, you know, there's still that residual. So well, I can yeah. see the the for sure understand with Scotty. And she always seemed like pretty much a sweet girl that just kind of she wanted to be in the limelight. She wants to be an influencer. She wants to be, you know, like a, a Ari or a Kylie Jenner, or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. But she does. She just don't really be fighting like that. She's not like a stunner girl or like a Krishan. Which stunner girl? I like her. I think she's funny. She's got a really funny personality. Um, I think she's telling the truth, and that's probably why she didn't last as long because she's always with her dude. So I could see why maybe she didn't make the cut because yeah, she I didn't ain't know that him. she was married. Stunner. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's her. always with her. She's always uh-huh. posting. He's in all her videos. Like she don't play by her man. He don't play by her. He's okay. always posted up. And they said that, like, if you remember back when, um, remember when the whole thing happened uh, with Tommy and Chris Brown and the baby and what, that was in London, I think. Mm-hmm. So Scotty was there. Natalie was there. Tommy was there. You didn't see her there. She wasn't in, in Europe with them. And they said, well, you know, a blind item said that she couldn't go because of her man. Because they apparently they tried to make it out like, you know, they're they're just too, you know, rough and tumble, I guess. I can't remember the words, but they just be acting crazy. But now it makes sense now. She didn't get to go. She didn't get flewed out because she got a man. She ain't fucking him to go to Europe. You can stay here and film in America, but you ain't about to go all the way over here. Mm. All of these girls are fucking. Wow. Yeah, so she definitely, she's always with her man. And he don't play about her. So I, I, I can definitely see why she didn't make it into the net especially with you can see videos like i fell down a rabbit hole on tiktok lemmy really will be acting crazy like going off on people you can see him like screaming and yelling hands popping all oh, kinds of shit i was yeah. thought he was so quiet i never really paid him too much attention when they'll when be I in that he seemed really nice yeah i think what it is is maybe he you know was a nice professional guy but once you you know that that yeah, energy that's true that that demonic energy, once you start throwing that shit out, you know, the baddies and the demon time and all this shit, and you get in that environment, and that's what you wrap yourself around, Jocelyn's cabaret, all this craziness, mm. all that energy is going around, that shit, he's going to start acting that way, too. You are the company you keep, mm. and you're you're making all this money off exploiting these people and getting them to act crazy. I mean, hell, the devil's going to come to collect at some point in time. So mm. he's starting to kind of, you know, get up off on the, you know, on their energy. So when he's in the club, you can definitely see videos of him hollering and moving his hands that you're doing too much. I could see him cussing them out after the videos I seen on TikTok of Le- Lemuel. Is that how you say his name? Lemon pepper. Whatever lemon, pepper <laughs> lemon, pepper lemon, lemon pepper stepper is spicy. That's crazy. I didn't know that. But like, you're right, because this was like two, three years ago when I met him and he just seemed very nice and humble and quiet. And, you know, again, the show has blown up a lot. That's when they were mm-hmm. first getting started. And now they're damn near household names. So, yeah, that ego. And you're so right. You are the company that you keep. And eventually all that nonsense and all that dark energy from a lot of these girls, the liquor, we all know liquor brings on spirits, mm-hmm. um, eventually starts to rub off. You know, you start becoming like them as well. Yeah. And that's the energy he's always around, all the shows that they produce, which I've heard that there are, there is other content on Zeus besides, you know, like baddies and Jocelyn's cabaret and stuff. But this is just the stuff that people watch and this tends to be you know, what is, is popular and trending, but, and, and I've seen him do interviews too. So when you hear him talk, he does seem very professional, very, you know, not, not soft-spoken, but just, he doesn't seem, he seems like a nice guy, but mm-hmm. you just, you know, whenever you involve yourself in mess for a really long period of time, it, you don't know what the hell it'll do to you. Especially if, you know, he's around all these women, like you said, people are drinking, they're partying all the time. Hell, they ain't ever got no damn clothes on. They're always twerking and just, you know, it, it it's very sexual, it's very violent, and um, that's what he's around all the time. So, yeah, I'm sure he probably is fucking all of them and paying Scotty's rent. Now, they saying he got cameras in her apartment or wherever, that's crazy. But um, 
It's definitely interesting. And like you said, he's playing a, a very dangerous game because this this can end up being a, you know, a Harvey Weinstein situation. Yeah, where it can take down everything he's tried to build with this network. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's not it's not a good look. You know, you definitely can't do this. And especially again, you have so many young women who are so desperate. I think that was the part that kind of like really kind of hurt me when I first watched the um auditions. Cause I didn't even know about that. I would see clips on social media. And oh, then yes. when I was at that house in Atlanta for two weeks, and I'm like, you know, trying to watch all this craziness, I can kind of, you know, be immersed in the culture and just kind of know all these different characters. Cause people ask me all the time, talk about this, talk about that. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Cause I don't watch the show. So just watching the auditions were just really sad because you could see where girls were just so desperate for not only that validation, but, but for like a, a golden ticket out of the hood. Yeah, you know? like Willy Wonka. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, tell me why you're a bad. I'm a baddie because I be beating bitches up and I do this and I'm a hustler and I do hair. And and then they're either telling them yes or no or, well, you need to twerk, you need to split, I need to see your pussy. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff they were asking these girls and they were willing to do it. And then the season gets ready to film and none of those girls from the audition are there. So you guys already picked who y'all wanted. Y'all right. wanted girls with the following who are already popping on social media, who are already, you know, up and coming rappers like Stunner Girl. You know, y'all picked a bunch of already made, hand-selected, pre-reality, you know what I'm saying, other reality TV star girls. But yet y'all have all these regular girls auditioning and fighting and doing all this stuff because they just wanted a chance to make money and to get out of their situation. It's just very exploitative. And yeah, so it reminds I, me of American mm-hmm. Idol when they would have people yeah. come in yeah. and th- that know they can't sing, but they're going to yeah. put them up there and give them, you know, dangle it right above their head. Oh, you know, here's your chance. Sing for me. Dance, dance, clap for me. You know, all this shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like just a- act a fool, act crazy. Y- y'all all, you know, dance around and and do what we say and stuff like that. Like they're, they're pets, you know. And then y- y'all ain't getting no chance, but we're going to record it and we're going to put it on. Um, We're going to put it on TV and exploit it. Yeah. And that's what happens. And it's it's really sad. It really is. So it's going to be interesting, like I said, to see what happens, especially, I guess, during the reunion and to see where they go from here. So now the last topic of the night that I want to talk about is Rick Ross. Mm. Now, if y'all don't know, honey, Rick Ross must know something that we don't know. Well, we know something's going down. But Rick Ross is on social media bragging about his bunker. He's building a bunker and he's saying that, you know, basically um, he's not playing no games. He is prepared for what is to come. So we're going to go ahead and check out this video of Rick Ross (laughs) in his bunker here. I'm excavating. It's going down. Y'all know how I love real estate and I usually like to build and go up. We going underground now. One time for all my doomsday preppers. Elon Musk, I see you. I saw your ground plans. I'm impressed. But guess what? My bunker gonna have a garage. My bunker gonna have wings. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, we breaking ground. Huge excavations. You gotta have your fluids. I got a water maker. Something like a machine that makes water out of H2O. I got a water maker. We got our canned goods. So if you're thinking the brothers ain't ready, we ready. All right. I love how dramatic he is. It's Mm -hmm. very theatrical. Now, one thing. Did he say I have a water machine that makes H2O into water? He's such a clown. He (laughs) can't say that mess. (laughs) <laughs> just talking to be talking I, i'm thinking in my head because I, I ain't no chemist but i'm like wait a minute hold on <laughs> that don't make no damn sense i love how theatrical he is though but yeah he definitely knows something something's uh something's going on for sure and ain't he in um any in miami where they said them aliens were yeah he, he lives on star island oh wow yeah Right there off the water, you they have little boats you can, you know, jump on, pay a ticket, and they drive you on Star Island. But yeah, that's where he lives on Star Island, honey. Is that where he's building the the underground bunker? I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised though, but I'm not sure if he's building it directly there. But it's somewhere I don't know if that'd be a good idea to put it on an island. Seem like the water. I see I'm overthinking this shit. <laughs> I'm thinking going down on the island. 
plan that, that that seems like a disaster waiting to happen because you know here um it's very rare but like we live so close to the mississippi river hell that's what i've always heard none of the homes around here in memphis for the most part there's a few exceptions uh basements are very rare we don't have basements around here mm-hmm, yeah in the south. i remember right right i remember when i had visited my cousins in omaha and i thought it was the coolest thing ever like seeing a basement that's just not common around here because apparently we're so close to the river. I don't know if that's an actual reason, but something to do with there's just too much water in the ground. Once again, that, that sounds dumb now that I say it out loud. But anyways, I would imagine in Florida, it'd probably be the same. They don't have basements there, right? Yeah, I don't know a lot of people in Florida who have basements. I mean, we have them up here because, you know, it's the north, it's colder, things like that. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, where he's building his bunker. Maybe he's building in Hawaii next to Mark Zuckerberg and Oprah, honey. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I guess that's just like the the thing to do now amongst people who have a lot of money is. And, and I do think like the doomsday prep stuff and all that is like really cool. I think it's great information for a lot of people to know, like, you know, just what to do if, if stuff goes awry. You know, if something bad happens, how can you find a way to clean your water? Like, it's definitely great to be prepared and stuff like that. So if he's going to mm -hmm. draw more attention to it. That's great. But um, I am interested to know. He needs to go ahead and spill the tea. Why are all these celebrities making? Now, I know Post Malone has been, you know, doing it, too. He's been talking about that for years, though. Like, uh, as soon as they get some money, they start investing into these underground, you know, doomsday event things. So they definitely know something. Mm. Well, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what unfolds this year. Um, it's a lot going on, um, you know. Looks like World War Three is definitely on the horizon. Um, there was a some type of thing today that they were preparing for, and they were saying that it hadn't been prepared since the Cold War. It was an article. Um, let me see here if I can find it here. Here it is. Um, NATO holds the biggest drill since the Cold War with 90,000 troops from NATO launching the largest exercise since the Cold War, rehearsing how the U.S. troops would reinforce European allies in countries bordering Russia on the allegiance eastern flank if, if conflict were to flare up. So it's going down. Yeah, that's scary. Something is happening. Yeah, that's really scary. There's There's a lot going on right now in the world. There's a lot of deaths and innocent people dying and a lot of wars and stuff like that and it's a little overwhelming at times like sometimes I really don't even want to watch the news because it, it's hard to watch the news and not have like a small anxiety attack in that moment but at the yeah. same time you want to be prepared and informed but I think a lot of times people what they do is they they watch it it's scary and it's like let me just direct my attention on something else and then they go watch Zeus you know <laughs> exactly exactly well, we have reached our hour. This has been a great uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you joining me tonight. We definitely Thank you got, for having me. Definitely, definitely got on top of a lot of different topics. So we will see you guys sometime next week or the week after with the next podcast. But thank you guys so much for tuning in once again to Tea Time Unfiltered. And we will talk to y'all later. Deuces. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.